Welcome back to Growing God's Gifts with Kira St. Pierre. We'll be reading another chapter of Secrets of the Secret Place. We're going to start in chapter 6, The Secret of Sowing. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Galatians 6, 7-9 Perhaps the most common struggle of Christians when it comes to the secret place is to feel like they're spinning their wheels, that their time in prayer and meditation is accomplishing nothing. It's very tempting in those times of seeming powerlessness to just move on to something else with a shrug that says, well, maybe it'll be better tomorrow. Some of us have become so discouraged with feelings of ineffectiveness that we have fallen into a slump of neglect. I hope the secret of this chapter will help to get you back on track. When you sow to the Spirit by giving dedicated time to the secret place, you will eventually reap life in the Spirit. Eventually. We have usually applied this text to the grace of giving financially, but it applies equally to the grace of seeking a God in listening meditation. It is impossible to sow to the Spirit without reaping a corresponding harvest. When I speak of sowing, I am talking about giving of your time to the secret place. I am talking about establishing patterns and habits that enable you to spend significant time with God in the secret place on a daily basis. This kind of sowing will produce a harvest in your walk with Him. It will change you and in turn begin to affect everything around you. This secret has carried me at times when I was very tempted to give up the intensity of my pursuit of God. When I've been on fasting retreats, for example, I've often been tempted with feeling like my fast is accomplishing nothing in the Spirit. Just when I'm tempted to quit, I remind myself that if I will continue to sow, one day I will reap. I take my focus off my current frustrations and assert my confidence in God's Word that a harvest will come my way in time if I persevere. I've often experienced the secret of this chapter. Many times I've thought my time in the secret place was rather dull and uneventful, but later perspective showed that it had been, in fact, a powerful time with God. The actual impact of the secret place, I've discovered, is usually not evident until a later date. We live in a culture that evaluates its priorities based upon immediate results. The voices of the world are demanding that we produce. Now, the race to produce can rob us of investing properly in the secret place. We must not evaluate our spiritual progress based upon how many projects we accomplished or deadlines we met today. Our devotional life with God is more like the planting of a garden. When we arise from sowing into the secret place, we will not usually be able to point to immediate results or benefits. What we sow today will require an entire season 
of growth before the results are manifest. Sewing is usually extremely mundane, boring, and menial. Rarely are the benefits of sewing seen at the time. Usually it takes a period of time before the benefits of the sewing start to become self-evident. Authentic spiritual harvest is rarely instantaneous. The wise believer who understands this will devote himself to arduous sowing, knowing that at the right time he will reap if he does not lose heart. He who tills his land will be satisfied with bread. Proverbs 12:11. To have a harvest, you must till or prepare the soil of your heart and then implant God's word into your heart. God's word is powerful seed which will eventually produce a mighty harvest if the soil of our hearts is right. Every moment you spend in the secret place is an investment. You are investing into eternal realities. God makes note of your labors and considers how he will honor your devotion. And seeds are being planted in your heart that will bring forth a harvest in your own heart if you continue to persevere in faith and love. So whatever you do, don't quit. When you feel ineffectual, get stubborn and invest even more. The word being sown into your heart today is going to germinate, sprout, send roots downward and branches upward, and produce fruit. Catch the secret. He who sows will most assuredly reap. This was one of the shorter chapters, but y'all, it was so full of good stuff. I love how Bob Sorge describes his secret place as dull and uneventful, because I can totally relate to that sometimes. I know that there's been a season that I've been walking through with God. He still speaks to me, but there's been times where I, there's just several mornings that I don't hear anything, and then I'm like, I got up for this, and then I realize that the more I get into that secret place, the more that I commit to it, the more that I devote my time in the morning to it, the more my faith is strengthened through it, and he honors that faithfulness to my secret place by just one morning I'll get up and he will just start downloading to me. And I'm like, oh, this is why I keep coming back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know that there was this one particular day that I just felt him telling me that it was okay to wait in silence and to let my heart be quiet before him, which y'all know me. I'm loud and all that. And I like to talk and say all the things. So of course, when I get in my quiet place, one of the hardest parts is just shutting up long enough to hear him talk to me. So I've been working on going into that quiet place and just sitting before him and waiting and longing and asking for him to speak to me. And he does. I want to share with y'all what he shared with me about a month or so ago. He told me, all your striving is not necessary. Find rest abiding in my shadow. I'm preparing you for the anointing I have for your life. I'm refining you for my purposes. 
Just as I went through the wilderness before walking in my ministry, I'm taking you through the wilderness. Seek me. You will find me. I will quench your thirst and your hunger. Stop worrying if you're doing something wrong. (laughs) Y'all, you are exactly where I need you. Keep your heart focused on me. I will guide you through this time. I have not forsaken you. I hear your cries and your prayers. Keep your heart surrendered before me. Keep surrendering your will and your family to me. I will set your path before you. I will change the heart of your family through you. Stay sensitive to my voice. Walk in obedience to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Y'all, when he revealed that to me, it made it so much easier to get into the quiet place and appreciate even those mornings when I didn't hear him speak because I knew that he was shaping my character. He was refining me. He was testing my faithfulness. He was like asking, are you hungry enough? Do you want it bad enough? Will you be faithful even in the wilderness? Will you be faithful when you're not hearing from me? And that just made me realize, yes, Lord, I want it bad enough. And yes, I will sit here and I will trudge through even when I'm wiping sleep out of my eyes and, and yawning every five seconds and all that kind of stuff. Because I know that what's on the other side of sowing into my quiet time is good. I know it's worth it. And I know that the plans he has for me are good. It's like, think of the, think of those times, think of the wilderness, think of those quiet times where you feel just completely dull and uneventful and And all of that, just think of it as him purging you of those things that he doesn't want in there. Take the time to really assess where your heart is and let it strengthen your faith. Let him put your faithfulness to the test. Show him how faithful you are to that time. And he will honor that. Like, I love how he described it as you plant a seed and then you have a season of growth. It's not overnight. When you go through three, four, five days of not hearing from him, but you're still getting there. You're still getting there into that quiet place. You're still reading your Bible. You're still giving that window of time. Lord, speak to me. Those are sowing seeds and he's taking you through a season. And when you've proven yourself faithful to that, he's going to honor it. And boy, when he does, Y'all, I've had some, I've filled several pages in my journal from the days where he downloads to me after almost a week of nothingness. And it's so good and so worth the wait. So I just want to encourage you guys, keep sewing into your quiet times. Keep getting in there even when you don't feel like it. Y'all, I finally have just gotten up when I wake up about three or four in the morning That's pretty much when I go and do my quiet time because I just, I can't make time any other time. There's just no way. So I'm like, Lord, okay, you going to wake me up? All right, I'll be there. So it's, it's good, y'all. I just encourage you to keep, keep doing it. Keep pushing through and just realize that you will reap the harvest.
If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to subscribe to Growing God's Gifts on Spotify so that you don't miss the next chapter where we will be reading The Secret of Refuge. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a wonderfully blessed day.